Today is Monday, October 4th, and the title for our devotional is Tribalism. If you're not familiar with the term tribalism, I figured I'd start with a quick definition to just add a little bit of clarity. The New Oxford American Dictionary, the definition of tribalism is simply the state or fact of being organized in the tribe or tribes. So essentially it's grouping people into categories as ways of describing them. This broader meaning is inevitable in society. From a societal perspective, we need ways to describe our culture and the people within it. On an individual perspective, we need belonging and community, which we often find within our tribe. Those are not bad things. As an example, John Doe is a 30-year-old white American male. Economically, he has been middle class all of his life. Religiously, he was raised in a Baptist church. All of these categories can be described as his tribes. Millennial generation, white race, male gender, American nationality, uh, middle class economic status, and his Baptist denomination. Going further, however, tribalism is usually carries a negative connotation, which means the behavior and the attitudes that stem from strong loyalties to one's own tribe or social group. Again, as an example, picking one of the tribes listed above, because John Doe is a millennial, he has never known life prior to personal and in-home computing. So he values the acquisition of information at lightning speed. This leads him to subtly, unbeknownst to him even, devalue information that is acquired slowly over time. That is, relational information and wisdom, for example, from his grandfather. Over time, he begins to look down on his grandfather because he doesn't know as much about the stuff that John knows about, and he takes a long time to communicate what he knows. Eventually, he begins to look down on everyone, in his grandfather's generational tribe even, after a number of instances in which his bias is confirmed and a boomer asks him how to turn on their computer. This is a very simple and innocent example But it shows how we come to identify ourselves with a group or a tribe, and we then, often without even knowing it, begin to resent or look down on those in other tribes that are different from ours. This leads to large-scale divisions and polarization among us. This is a cultural phenomenon that has invaded the church and laid siege to our Christian faith. Tribalism around politics, race, nationalism, and health has divided individual churches and denominations even in the last few years. This is more cultural Christianity than biblical Christianity. On this version of tribal cultural Christianity, A.J. Swoboda writes, The kingdoms of this world are divided. With this has come a divided vision of God's kingdom. In his book Kingdom Conspiracy, New Testament scholar Scott McKnight argues that there have emerged two seemingly competing views of what God's kingdom is, in the contemporary church. One side understands God's kingdom as where God's rule is made manifest through the work of prayer, scripture reading, evangelism, church going, and Christian living, what McKnight calls the pleated pants kingdom. Another view of God's kingdom is represented by those who see God's rule through the bearing of justice, mercy, goodness, and a sanctified society that ushers in equality and equity for all peoples what McKnight calls the skinny jeans kingdom. (laughs) Like our hyper-tribal political world, uh, this is still Swoboda going on, these two visions of God's kingdom seem more separated than ever. The kingdom of God feels torn, end quote. 
I think Soboda gets right at the heart of the solution when he says the New Testament, Testament vision of God's kingdom is God's kingdom, not ours. As disciples of Jesus, our primary identity needs to be rooted in God and his kingdom. The kingdom of God is our primary tribe. From there, we can determine his kingdom values and live out of those, regardless of what the kingdoms of this world are doing. Today, I wanted to spend some extra time just laying the groundwork for this topic. The rest of the week, we'll dive into scripture to reconstruct our view of tribal identity based on the truth of God's word, not based on cultural Christianity, which we can so easily fall into. So today, spend some time just thinking on what are some of those tribes that you would consider yourself a part of? Again, think back to uh, some of those examples that I mentioned earlier, like your your generation, your uh, race, your gender, your nationality, your economic status, your your denomination even. All of those are various aspects of what tribes we would consider ourselves to be a part of. How have those aspects influenced the way you view yourself and the world around you? How have they influenced how you view others outside of those tribes.